Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 61 of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to be following up on some news that we talked about last week. And also, drumroll, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> A monorail pop crawl. Ta-da. My name is Annie <laughs> at WTW Collective, and with me is um, hopefully my uh, safe co-host. Did you fall? No, I was drum rolling. My oh, ring hit the table. Yeah, my ring hit the table, so that's what oh, made it's a lot. Ring, oh, your ring, Yeah, it's got, got about 130,000 diamonds in it. Just kidding. Well, nothing, 72. Nothing, nothing. They're so pretty. It is like significant ring thank you that's the sound of my <laughs> <laughs> well my, my table's also probably like hollow like wood shaped i probably uh, just scratched my computer now Whoops. oh no <laughs> anyways my name is brady mcclary known to you guys as brady cam on instagram and um i'm here for it you know like we're just we got a lot of things to say we got a lot of things to say you guys and we actually wanted to follow up on some news and topics that we discussed last week and then we were kind of going back and forth you know what's going to be our next tour um you know what are we going to talk about next you know is it going to be Epcot is it going to be Animal Kingdom what are we going to do and Eat Drink Travel Dream decided to give us a brilliant idea Mm -hmm. so thanks we're very excited to do a monorail pub crawl with y'all today I've never done a monorail pub crawl. However, I have had drinks in each of the resorts that the monorail yes. goes to. Um, so, and that was actually probably within the last two trips of my uh, experience. Actually, you know what? I don't think I've ever gone to the Grand Floridian to drink. Oh, no, I have. I have. Okay. But not to drink. I just went to a restaurant there and happened to have a drink. Oh my God. Why are you drinking? I just saw the picture. Brady just sent me a picture of what the, what he's drinking. And honest to God, I think this is something I drank from Pleasure Island. Like, I have something similar. It's, uh, it's a little souvenir cup that I got from my trip to Savannah when I went on a TDY there. Yeah. And the, one of the bars that we went to made, like, one of those little bucket drinks. And I got one and I kept it. And then I didn't – like, I'm doing dishes right now. And all my fun drinking cups are being washed. So I was like, well, screw it. I'll just have a little island moment here with my Jack and Coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I love it. That is an island moment fantasy. 
Yes. I love it. Very cute. I'm just drinking some rosé because it's, what, 4.58 here on Wednesday. Oh, wait, no. Oh, my God. This is the second time I've said today is Wednesday. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Dude, I literally right before we started, like, <laughs> right before you sent me the link, I was thinking like, oh, my God, like I have Thursday. I work Thursday and then – or I work uh, Friday and then I go to, to work. Or, I mean, I go to Florida. So I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't have any time. I'm like, I got to make sure the cats have everything ready to go. I have extra food and extra this, extra that. The house is clean. So when I come back, I'm not into, like, a hellhole. So I'm just, like, struggling. And then I remember I have tomorrow off, and then I have Thursday, and then I leave Friday morning. So I have time. <laughs> so, so you're one of those people now granted my husband is the same that likes to clean the house before he goes on vacation i could literally care less but nick has to clean up before we leave yeah um back when it was when i was at uh in, in florida when i would live in florida when matt and i would go to disney or i you know go to visit my mom up in ohio i would i would clean up just because i didn't want anybody coming into my house to feel like you like this is how they live you know like but now it's, it's especially it's just me like when I went on my TDY like I would just like to come home because I know it's going to be a long trip and yeah. just like relax and all I'll have to really worry about is laundry so like my bed sheets yeah. will all be cleaned and also like if uh, especially because I'm now actually going to be gone for a month instead of just two weeks oh wow um I I want to make sure like, Hey, is it like, I have, I'm not just, I'm going to hand out my keys to a few people that I trust. Yeah. So that way it's not just one person having to come in the morning and the afternoon for a whole freaking month. <sighs> but I'm excited because that means I get to be in Florida for a whole month. So last week we talked about my concern over, well, we talked a lot about annual passes um, because there was a moment in time where Disney accidentally charged people who are on a monthly plan, which are mostly Florida residents, I think. I don't think anybody else can get a monthly plan, right? Yeah, only only Florida, yeah. Florida residents can get a monthly plan, which is the only way I would ever be able to afford it. it yeah, especially these days with the way they keep jacking up the price. But um, I, I have been, this has been like a debate, like anywhere you go, like any form of social media, everyone's like, should I cancel my pass? And the reason why I've been holding out on canceling my pass because I was, and this was last week, I was not sure what the situation was like, if I was grandfathered in a price or if I had a discount or whatever. So I did confirm that um, you save up to 15%. Now there's an asterisk by that. And I like, okay. Um, when you renew and stay part of the annual pass holder family. So it's not like you're, so it's not like DVC, right? DVC, you're grandfathered in at the price you lock in at the beginning of your relationship mm -hmm. of DVC. This is just giving you a 15% discount. So <laughs> I know I have to go this with my teaching or my voice teacher organization that I'm part of. I do the same thing. Um, so the, I, I really don't know what to do, guys. Um, I've been a member. I've been a, a pass holder for four years. And I, I, I'm even not sure what to do. And I feel, I know you and I always give Disney good suggestions. And sometimes I think they listen. You know, we've always given thrown some some things out there, but I think, yeah. especially right now, people who are in the middle of their annual pass contract should be yeah. able to cancel it, and then when things go back to normal, they should give a fifteen percent off welcome back discount. 
So they did increase the uh, merchandise discount to 30%. That's um, not what I wanted. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. And also, <laughs> I saw this today. I, I saw this today and I commented underneath it. I was like, well, it's just going to give those people who are buying like a shit ton of Splash Mountain merchandise to just buy more of it because clearly no one's stopping them because there, there's been other video evidence of seeing these people, uh, different people with like huge bags of Splash Mountain merch that they're just going to go and sell on eBay or wherever. Which is I've seen this and I've actually been excited to talk about this. So I'm oh, going to yeah. prepare the horn just in case you disagree. Okay. Um, where's my horn? There it is. What they can actually do with all that stuff that they're hoarding is keep their racist bullshit. Like, how are they going to resell it when the whole point of them getting rid of it is because people are demanding a change? Nobody wants it. So, so yes, I agree with you. But what I think they're doing is they're buying, they're going to resell it on eBay. And so they're selling it to more racist assholes. Well, I mean, right. But like, congratulations. I think the people who want it, good for them. And the people who understand why everything's changing for that ride aren't going to want it anyway, regardless of if it's at the store or online at a higher price. So like, let those Confederate flag waving weirdos, you know, keep their stuff. And it's such and a don't get me wrong, the, the characters are cute. Yeah, it just happened to be in a terrible story. Yeah, and it's weird too because, like, I've noticed uh, people's like accounts, like, and and what's even weirder is like people like who are European and they have these accounts that have their the title of their accounts are you know some kind of Splash Mountain reference, and it sucks because it's like I wish they would. I I, I don't think what they're saying like they're they're like what do I do? I have to change my name, and it's like. Mm. No, I mean, that's I on you so. to make that decision, but. I think, again, like, the characters are cute. It just goes along a pretty um, yeah. not so great story. I think if with all the remakes that continue to happen, Disney decides to revamp that storyline and yeah. reuse the characters, Briar Rabbit, Briar Fox, and have, like, a not racist movie about it. I think, I mean, maybe, you know, it could redeem it, but I think for now. Yeah, and I, I think know. the character it, though, it like, stand for things. On yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's obviously, like, so much better for Disney to just get rid of this, like, just be done with it. But, like, also, why y'all buying all this merchandise? And also, I'm very surprised, because I've been asked before, when I'm shocking, shopping with other people, and they're asking me, like, is this your merchandise? Like, they think I'm buying it for other people. And I'm like, like, how are these people not getting questioned? And po- Oh, I've I have heard- 326 racist little uh, grandchildren that want this. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm like, uh, no, they don't. Yeah, um, like, I mean, I get questioned when I buy annual pass merchandise. Mm-hmm. If I buy more than one, they're like, are you sure this is just for you? I need to see the other annual pass. And it's like. Yes. That's uh, what I understand. <laughs> well, they might, they might not be annual pass members. You know, maybe they're not. They must not be. Because I think, because I get questioned, like, anytime I go to the parks, in my back pocket is my ID and my my um, my, my annual pass. Because you have mm-hmm. to show them every time you buy something. Mm-hmm. So it's That's, like. I mean, the beauty of the, the wristband. Oh, God. All yeah. you gotta, literally, all you have to carry around are those two, I mean, three things. Yeah. Wristband, ID, and pass. Which, if you're paying with your wristband, I think you should 
not have to carry your ID. I think something should pop up saying that you're an annual pass holder. And so not, not your ID even, I mean like your, your pass. Yeah, I know. That's, I hope they figure that out one day because the, the argument for that is like, I think like you could drop your magic band and someone could pick it up and put it on, but it's like, why doesn't your picture pop up then? Yeah. Because they take your picture and it does that over, like when I, when I go to Disneyland, they take your picture when, even I'm not a I'm not an annual pass holder. They take your picture. So in the event that you drop your your ticket or something and you need it and like it's gonna pop up with someone else's face. Like why can't we do that here? Don't even I wonder what my picture looks like. Because when I again I started going about four years ago. So like what wow. was hundred pounds ago, Brady? Like <laughs> Oh my god, thank god, thank god I got mine when I was fat. So like I, I don't look so significantly different. Different. But like I had like the most shit it and grin. I was so excited. <laughs> Aww, that's cute. I know. I was so but Dork. so what I did notice when I looked this up is that my pass has been extended. So my pass, I know some people were saying like theirs aren't or some people's haven't been extended yet. Mine has so I bought I got my annual pass in August last year and it's been extended to November twenty-seventh. I don't think mine has yet. Because when my mom tried to, because um, we rescheduled for our trip for June of next year. Right. And, and with the military tickets that I purchased for them, they since we weren't able to use it this year, they're agreeing to carry those on to the next year. However, if the prices go up, you have to pay yeah. the price difference. Our hotels are $600 more, which I don't really? think they should charge us any more because... No. had to reschedule twice right um but let me let me check real quick i'm in my app right now i'm gonna see if my tickets since i've talked to my mom have um carried and I, I didn't know it had been extended until i was doing research on that question so like it just had mentioned that mine had been extended to november and i was like okay well i'm probably not gonna go unless like something magical happens and shit gets better but i don't think that's happening <laughs> with the way florida's um acting in my opinion. I know. It's it's bad. I mean, and honestly, like, oh, I don't I, I don't remember my password, so it's just I didn't put my earpiece in. Oh my god, I better sound is like shit. Hold on. Yeah, you sound good. I mean, we're not gonna re-record this, but I have my earpiece in. Sorry guys if my sound sucked. No, you sounded out. perfectly fine. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my god, I didn't put them in. They're just sitting here. <laughs> no, you sounded good. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a little torn because Again, originally I was planning on only being in Florida for work for two weeks yeah. and then coming home. But since my leave was approved, I wonder if I'll be able to squeeze in like a quick trip from the weekend. You know what? This actually brings up or a really good I point, should. and I'm really glad you brought this up. So here's my thought on this. And so 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 there was an account on Instagram that I saw that people were like, I'm judging you if you're going to Disney, da 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 da. Here's my thing. I don't I, I okay. Moral story. I don't agree that Disney opened the park. I don't. I don't think they should have opened because Florida can't get their shit together. They can't, That's and the governor why. is dropping the ball every chance. He oh gets. God! So I, this is not on Disney, yo. Like I think Disney is doing every, and I'm not saying this because I have a Disney podcast. I'm not saying this because I'm like a quote unquote influencer. Like I, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying I think Disney is really doing everything they possibly can. I really do believe that. And honestly, have you seen some of the videos? Every hour they spray down every, every train, every car, every boat, every ride with disinfectant. 
there's hand wash stations, there's hand sanitizer stations, there's yeah. masks available. Do I think they should be charging for their masks? Maybe not as much as they probably are, you know, um, but they got to make their money. And those shirts, the walk, or we're back together shirts or whatever, back so yeah, whatever, yeah. fucking cute. So cute. Yeah. I personally, I would personally not go right now because I am I don't like going in the summer as it is, as it is. I'm so hot. I hate my life. I'm so uncomfortable. Adding a mask to that, I am not saying that I would not wear a mask. I would obviously wear a mask, but it'd be hot as shit. I get that. Mm. So I would be miserable and therefore will not go. However, I do think that Disney is doing the best they possibly can. I have seen a couple. There's like one. This I don't know if you've seen this. There's account. There's another account now that's like cancel culture for Disney. I don't know if it's not really cancel culture for Disney, but whatever. Um, that showed some testaments of people who work for Disney are saying like all these people have been testing positive, whatever. <coughs> I'm not going to get into that. But I don't think that's I don't think that's the fault of Disney. I think that's the fault of Florida. And so that's why if you went to Disney and you're healthy, God bless you. Like go. Like just wear a mask, keep clean. I mean, don't be an asshole. I don't agree with the fact that it's open, but like, okay, is I my whole thing on this is like if we could all just follow the rules, we mm-hmm. would beat this so much faster. And people who are fighting this need to get over themselves because they don't well, realize they're holding it up. Well, two things. Uh the first <laughs> I saw a post from somebody on my on my Facebook that was a guy wearing a mask and a guy not wearing a mask. And the guy wearing a mask was like, you should wear a mask even though uh, you're healthy, you know, because it'll help protect yourself and others. Right. And then the guy not wearing a mask goes, oh, kind of like a gun. Oh, shit. And, and, then, and then, like, the guy wearing a mask kind of, like, frowns, like, furrows his eyebrows. Uh, and then I was, and I was like reading it like, okay, yes, I, I get what they're saying, you know, but you can even flip it the other way. Like, you know, he could be, oh, you should carry a gun, even though you may not need it, it could protect you and others. And then the guy could say, oh, kind of like wearing a mask. And then the guy with the gun could frown. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, I mean, like, <sighs> the moral of the story is. If you want to go to Disney, you should go. If my, you want. I want to. My only concern is, A, I don't know how that would play with my my pass. Because, again, I don't know even if it's restarted or not. And, B, I just, I only want to go because I don't know. Being in the military, where we are rules, I mean, we're still locked down. Like, I had yeah. to get commander's approval to take vacation yeah. to a place I was already going for work. Um. And he could have said no. So it's like, should I go when I have the chance? Because who knows when I'll have another chance. Yeah, no. I mean, I here's my thing. If you're healthy, even if – the whole thing is like if – even if you're asymptomatic and you're wearing a mask, the other person is wearing a mask because you're both wearing a mask and you're practicing social distancing, you have a 1.5% of transferring that virus. So therefore, if you all follow the rules, live your truth. Like, I, don't think, I don't think the military – most of the military, I should say, because actually rates are rising in the military at an alarming rate. But I think a lot of us are going to be kind of okay and not even be asymptomatic yeah. because every year we're just stuffed full of shots. So. Oh, yeah. I've seen the line. Like the line that you go down with for all the vaccinations. That's, That's wild. In, in, in basic training, yeah. there's 
literally people on both sides of you your sleeves are rolled up and you just yeah. walk through it's like a gauntlet you walk through and there's just like psh, 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 psh. And then at the end you show your butt cheek butter peanut butter shot yeah you call it a peanut butter shot because one it's thick as fuck and it hurts yeah. so bad and you got to sit there and rub it and it hurts oh, so funny. bad and yeah. then to, because MTIs want to like get that pain out of your butt really quick, they make you sure. run back to to the dorms, <laughs> so that way it helps like loosen it all up and yeah. stuff. It's the worst. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, I can't do that anymore because since then I've become a hundred percent allergic to penicillin. Oh no! I didn't know that's something that you could develop like later on uh, in life. Oh yeah! Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. If you yeah. You can have 999 shots of penicillin or pills of penicillin mm-hmm. the 1,000th time you could be allergic. And that happened oh, to me because I went through my whole life, not a problem, basic training, got penicillin, not a problem, got to my first base, I got strep throat, and like my, I was like, my tonsils were swollen, and yeah, everything was yeah, gross, yeah. so they gave me penicillin, and then I went back to work, and I was like, hey I think I need to go back to the hospital like I got a rash all over my chest and my legs and I can't breathe and my supervisor was like oh you're just trying to get out of work again get you I know you're not feeling well but we need you and I'm like well I'm I'm leaving and I drove myself back to the hospital and my doctor was like has this ever happened to you before yeah penicillin and I was like no this is the first time and he's like so they made me these bright red metallic uh dog tags that are a warning oh and, right yeah, yeah. so that if i get hurt to not give me that but yeah. uh he was like okay well i need you to really listen like don't ever let anybody give you penicillin again because if this is how you're reacting your first time showing symptoms of like, an allergic reaction the next time mm-hmm. you will die oh my god the hell because he's like most people kind of like develop the like the reaction if they're not like already allergic to it. Uh, but I went from yeah. not being allergic to it to having to go back to the hospital and unable to breathe in one go. Holy so crap. Really, yeah. And sorry, back to sorry, but pay attention guys. Like it's, it's scary. I'm not saying don't yeah. take it, but yeah, always no, be yeah. cautious of what you're putting in your body, regardless if it's medication or honey or whatever, peanut butter, peanuts, uh, I know milk you can go back and forth on, so just just be yeah, I'm one of those people, yeah. So, um, and just a cu- one more story that we're going to talk about before we get into our pub crawl, and we have drinks ready for us here. Um, mm-hmm. I've already started. Yeah. Oh, I've already started. Um, they have announced the dates as to when certain resorts are going to open. So, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Jumbo House. Pop Century and Disney's Contemporary Resort are already open. They open on July 10th. But those are all that's going to be open until July 29th. And the next one to open is Caribbean Beach. I love Caribbean Beach. You do love Caribbean We've Beach. I've never been this. there. It's I've only walked by. For a moderate hotel, it is so cute and just so yeah. well themed i think they really really nailed it on the head like yeah. honestly i think the moderate resorts are kind of slept on um because you people think great. yeah i think a lot of people go oh either i'm gonna pay for the the value 
or I'm going to go big and go to the deluxe, which right. yeah. honestly, some of these moderate ones are newer than a lot of these deluxe ones that yeah. have been around for forever and have not been updated or painted or like, you know, um, yeah. so it's point. like, I think personally, and I know, um, uh, again, I'll, I'll get this horn set up right now. Cause you're going to stab me. <laughs> I think personally, the contemporary is way overpriced and should I mean, obviously it's a deluxe because it literally yeah. faces the castle, but like, it is old. <laughs> so old. So Do here's... You yet? No, and here's here's why here's why I half agree with you. I half agree with you because, and it's not... So they have redone the rooms. Um, and I'll just give it one. Like, they've been redoing them over time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I she do only agree. Half like, if you're seeing... I only have a agree with it. So I do agree that the rooms, oh, what is that called? Like the garden rooms that are like not in the dome, not in the pyramid dome situation. I don't think those are worth the price that they are. The rooms are very nice. I just think they like look like some random ass hotel and I don't think it's worth the price. If you're saying- like those, those in, are the ones that you can kind of see from the monorail, right? Like if you like- Yeah, it's like pass a separate building. And they're just like out yeah. there and they just look like a Motel <laughs> 6 behind a weird half pyramid looking thing. The rooms inside do not look like Motel 6. They're very nice. But from the outside, yes, looks like Motel 6. And if you're inside the main building, that I think is worth the money because the rooms are, are obviously beautiful. I think, in my opinion, I think the contemporary- um, Why am I- farting um concierge lounge is the best concierge lounge on property in my opinion um i think it's worth the money but no i i agree i'm half on you with that because i think because that's what that and honestly this is what disney does is for a lot of the the uh the deluxe resorts they have like random standalone buildings or like the really far away ass buildings that are the cheaper like they're the standard room view when you're booking the room mm -hmm. so like they they suck ass and um but then like the price between the standard room and then like the castle view room is is absurd, absurd. oh it's stupid and like so everyone it's like then you're kind of forced deal. to go to those standard you room are. views but you then are. at that point you might as well get a nice room uh at a moderate yeah I and I think, yeah, and I think because they put in now, now that we have the Skyliner, even though for all of our gripes that we had about the Skyliner for a long time, I think that has, that does help because that was my huge whole thing about not really staying in moderates because they were like kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and so it was like hard to get back and forth. Yes, to all, I think the Caribbean Beach Resort is the most centralized, mm -hmm. um, moderate resort and that's part of why i love it so much because it's yeah. literally right there by the a turn off you go forward you're gonna get to the animal kingdom in hollywood studios if you go i mean hollywood studios you can see from some of the rooms basically uh and then if you go right that's you know uh magic kingdom and epcot so it's so central it's so close it's almost i mean it's literally right across the street from the swan and dolphin, dolphin yeah it so. is yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, i don't so know I just so and, and one thing to keep in mind too is you see like the because then after July 29th the next one's not until August 12th and a lot so because the NBA is doing that like bubble season where um, they're staying at um, it's Grand Floridian I forget and I think it's the later one so it's Grand Floridian Boardwalk and something else they're staying at and you know so they can finish or sort of finish out the season at the at the at the sports center um, 
where people are already testing positive, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> the kind of like they're just going out. Like this has nothing to do with again, nothing to do with Disney because Disney's locking down. But um, yeah, so August twenty fourth, Yacht and Beach opens. Now, I, are they? Are they? Here's what we need to clarify: when they say open, do they mean like? Can you go there now and like eat dinner, or or probably not? Probably they're just like completely closed. I think. I think you can, because those those restaurants all need reservations, right? Yeah. yeah. I think you can. Um, oh, actually, I don't know, because my mom was just talking about how Ohana won't be available for when we go in June. Oh. Hmm. As of now. Um, oh, as of now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, but the one uh, next door to it, Kana, yeah. will be available for, for reservation which typically you don't need a reservation for Kana because that's kind of a more quick service sit-down restaurant. Eh. It's, it's like, bay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's it's not quick service, but it's not the extent of Ohana. It's not, yeah, it's not as, yeah, no, I totally, I've eaten at Kona a few times, and yes, I agree with you. It's not Actually, like. me exactly. and um, Nikki, it's Sterling Nikki. Oh, yeah. We, we ate there uh, when, right before we all met up at, where did we go after that? Not in no, she was. I don't. She, oh, it was. It was uh, before we, we went to um, Jelly Roll Dad Bar. Yeah. Oh, Abraka Dad Bar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Um, uh, the Grand Abraka Dad Bar. <laughs> <laughs> the Grand Florida Resorts opening on September twenty first. October first is the Boardwalk, and October fourteenth is Coronado. So a couple of things that I didn't see on this list are the um, all-star resorts. Now, this Which, is like cut and pasted from Disney. I don't know. I don't know. I don't and I really don't I know anything about this. I've just been so overwhelmed with yeah. the, the different levels of what everything is opening and then having to reschedule my vacation three times. It's like it, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. it sucks. I really. I mean, I, I guess I'm glad because my my mom and sister and my nieces and nephew will be in Florida because they decided instead of going to Disney World, they'll just get a condo in Destin where I live, and right. uh, we'll all meet there and call it a vacation there. You know, a yeah. little vacation. Because uh, sure. I mean, it is a huge vacation for them because they're coming from Ohio. Uh, oh yeah. For me, it's just I get to be home and my family will get to see my house and all, for the first time and everything. So, but yeah, it yeah. sucks because that's the week we were supposed to be at Disney again. Mm. <laughs> so hopefully by June everything's figured out. Meantime, in between time, so much can happen. Like I'm deploying in January. You know, like okay, so that is still happening in January then. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, I don't know, it's just, it's crazy. So, the world can change. 2020 has been a freaking, freaking roller coaster. Um, That poor girl (laughs) that plays Santana, that that girl, that, she is such a proponent for the LGBTQ community, and she's hosted the GLAAD Awards, like, Mm -hmm. multiple times. Ah, it's heartbreaking, and she's only Three years older than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. She was like really. Oh God. Double. But the world is ugh, crazy, 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 crazy. It is twenty twenty. Kicking the balls. You know what? You know what they've been saying. Self care 
out. Binge drinking in, let's have a good time, 2020, like, fuck it. Let's do a monorail pub crawl. Let's do a, we'll get the segue for the gods. Get out of town. Uh, uh, uh. Guys, like we were saying earlier, this was proposed to us by each. Wait, eat, drink, travel, dream. Let's <laughs> get it all together. His name's Brandon. <laughs> His name is Brandon. And, uh, oh, if you're not already following him, but let's be honest, he has, I think, more followers. I know more followers than me. I think he has about the same followers as you. Yeah, you guys are probably true. already following him. But if not, eat, drink, travel, dream. I talk about him a lot in this because he's always, I think I'd have to say he's one of our biggest fans. Every week we don't post an episode. He's like, I had nothing to listen to on my commute to work so uh yeah, yeah no he's he's definitely no, he's, he's just joking always always been listening i would say since day one and i really appreciate that he would uh give me this input oh my god oh before we get started oh shit okay. i have that clarification from Let's see here. I was remember last episode. I was talking about how you can't use your magic band for dining. Oh well, yes, we did talk about somebody, that. That's right. Yes, somebody. Uh, his Instagram Doug, name Douglas is Fammy. Yeah, Douglas Fammy. Uh, his Fammy-licious. Instagram handle is Fammylicious. Uh, he wrote in to my 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 inbox and said that. Uh, while originally you can or you could not use your dining plan credits with mobile ordering, they made an update and now you can. So I stand corrected. You can absolutely do that with uh, your dining credits and you can do that quit service just like usual. So you can sit down, order it on your app and use your credits, which I think is a huge upgrade and actually very significant because it was it's mobile ordering guys. Like if you haven't done it, you're missing out, pick your seat and then order your food. Don't get me started. But also (laughs) thank you. Thank you Douglas for being just like a nice dude about it because some people can be assholes and be like, um, you got this wrong. Blah, blah, blah. You were very nice. I wanted you to know, like even he's like, Hey, you guys already probably recorded the podcast, but unfortunately I had to, uh, work over the weekend. So I was like, Nope, we didn't. We do, uh, so this is good. And so, yeah, and he was like, just wanted you to know this and that. So I was like, yeah, because like any 100%, a lot of people are like, you're stupid. Yeah, um, I'm like, so You bad. absolutely can go to the park today. It's like, all right, <laughs> okay. <cool. laughs> do I don't know better? why that was necessary. Do you feel better being an asshole? I'm not sure. But I always like to point out people who are just very nice. And just say things like, hey, like, just exp- FYI, blah, blah, And I'm like, thanks, man. Thanks for not being a dick. Like, seriously, I'm not being, like, an idiot. I'm, like, serious. Thank you for not yeah, being like, a dick. we're not being facetious at all. Like, No, we're being very serious We appreciate about that. the – and, like, we always say at the, at the end of every episode, if, if we say something wrong, you know, let us know so we can correct ourselves. If, we, if you want to hear something from us, let us know and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, and in one week, we had two people do it. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> no, seriously, like, we're totally cool with it. Like, no big deal at all. Let's get drunk. So, so, okay, so and, and what we also thought was interesting the way um, Brandon suggested this is because this is like, and this is what my husband and I do. We don't do a full crawl. We don't do a crawl. But we usually do end up going to the wave for lunch and like have a few drinks and like have lunch. So, and, and because the monorail, if you're leaving the Magic Kingdom, like we just left our tour. <laughs> we just left our tour. We get on the monorail. It will take you to Contemporary first. So that's mm-hmm. where we're going to start. The contemporary, oh, 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 oh. and I am, I'm, 
I'm new to the contemporary guys. Yeah. I the first time I went was with Eat, Drink, Travel, Dream, Brandon. Mm -hmm. And uh it sent me over, (laughs) guys. Like you got who you've been drinking. That was the unfortunate boat story day, guys. If you remember, if you go listen back to our most patriotic episode ever, um, I peed off a boat at Disney. <laughs> God, which episode was that? Oh, God, 100 Look years ago. That was, one of our that, one of our that was before uh, this, this uh, event at the Wave Lounge, and that is what threw me over. So let's talk about it. <laughs> So the wave is on the first level of the contemporary when you when you walk in. Now that's if you walk in from the main entrance. So like if you come in from the monorail, you're gonna have to go down two floors. You're gonna have to go down one escalator that takes you where to like the entrance to California Grill is, or to where to get the elevator from California Grill, and then you go down another escalator, and then that takes you to the ground level of contemporary. So that's that's how you get there. That's it. <laughs> People give away a lot also, of shit. like the the travel there is kind of like an empty airport. It just feels it weird. Is. Yeah, it is like weird. there's a lot of space of nothing in between <clears throat> the monorail. Conference areas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all just conference room. Oh my god, flashback to me trying to run down the back corridors. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So people give the wave shit. I don't get that. People are just like so. Yeah, like if you go in there for like a dining experience, like it's not like signature dining. Like you're not gonna be like no, blown away, it's but a like bar. It's good. The 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 lounge is like so freaking nice. I will fight anyone who says that the lounge is shit. Their lounge is nice. Okay, it's pretty. It's got like really nice, so nice, dark blue ambiance. Like you really feel yeah. like you're inside of a wave. And yeah, I mean, and to, like I'm looking at all the prices of these signature cocktails that they got, and they're they're very fair. Like, yeah, as far as Disney goes, we all know Disney charges quite a bit, especially for their um, signature drinks. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm looking at all these drinks, and there's not one that I would be like, they are charged for that. I think that for Disney price, it's a fair Disney price. Yeah. And they're and so strong as shit, guys. I'm telling you. They will fuck you up. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so we're doing the same thing as we've done in all of our tours, guys. Anytime we visit and anytime we visit any of the menus for um, any of these lounges, we're choosing them like just like we did. And I think we do have a lot of experience in these bars. So sorry. Um, and we, we, we spent some time here. So a couple of things to note about the Wave Lounge menu. So they have three things on their menu like that are like bar bites. But – and this goes for most – of the Disney signature dining restaurant or any of the restaurants, if you go to the lounge, you can usually order from the full menu. And that is the case here at the Wave, too. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. Also, flashback but for what I was talking about, Kona, earlier. You can, if, if you like want the bread from Ohana and you just ask, they'll bring yeah. you the bread from Ohana. Like, yeah. Yeah, a lot of places work. will do that. Yeah. So they're showing, like, like, and again, the last time I was at the Wave was. Oh, God, I haven't been to the wave in a long time. Oh, that's sad. When was the last time I went? Oh, that's Usually I would get – I know. <laughs> that's sad. Um, usually we would go there. So I haven't been to here since I was a vegetarian. So I'll just pretend I'm not for, for a hot minute. But on here they have – I think I would probably get the crab cakes. But they do usually have some kind of like seafood bowl, like seafood with like – edamame and shit and like rice mm-hmm. oh it's fire it's so Love good it. their lunch there is phenomenal 
I, okay, so I think it would depend on what time of day I went. So, mm-hmm. guys, I'm looking at here, they, they've, the lounge, they've only got three appetizer options. Um, if if I were to go back and want to eat something back on the, the day I went, I was already drinking, so I'd probably just go uh, with the signature burger because food, we all know food tastes a thousand percent better when you've had some cocktails in here. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I think just eating that burger like drunk me oh. would be so satisfying. 100%. 100%. But since we're just leaving the park and this is the first stop of the pub crawl, if I was going to pick anything, it would be the chicken sandwich because it's just a light uh, herb marinated chicken and it's got some avocado, a lemon aioli, and I think that would just be a better start for a long night of drinking. It yeah. won't be as heavy. And, and one thing to, to – <laughs> we should probably mention this. Um, obviously, this is for 21 and over there. Um, but uh, one thing to More. keep in mind is, that, <laughs> no. uh, but one thing that you're when when people do when people actually do the monorail pub crawl, they're usually only going to one bar per resort. Mm-hmm. We're giving you all the options. We're not saying you have to do all the options to do them. I mean, if you are like feeling that, like I would have blacked out like within one resort. But like I would say, just get one drink per because I'm telling per resort. you, they're. Yeah. I mean, not even okay. So if you're gonna do one bar per resort yeah that's the maybe one or two Um, but if you're gonna do all the bars in one resort i would say just get one drink otherwise by the time you get back to the polynesian you're gonna puke on that stitch looking carve out in the lobby yeah if you were gonna do all of them like stick to vodka water vodka soda something that's not gonna fuck you up like i've seen a lot of words um Like, I would say, like, yeah, sorry. Um, But I would say, like, we're talking about, like, cocktails that we would order, like, in just, like, a random situation. But if I was doing, like, if I was going to all these places, like, and we're just mentioning, we're mentioning all the bars in each resort. We're not including pool bars because that's aggressive. But um, I would just get vodka sodas at all of them. But we're just, you know, pretending that whatever and we're getting whatever we want cocktail-wise or at these. So just keep that in mind. Like we're not saying go to every single bar and order a different cocktail everywhere you go because you will die. <laughs> Listen, guys, again, 21 and up. This is a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Yeah. We are not condoning over drinking by any means or over serving yourself. Have I done it? Yes. Oh, Am I telling yeah. everybody to do that? No. So yeah. don't come at us saying, oh, Never growing up podcast said I should drink all around Disney property. No, like, we, no. we're saying like be responsible. If you're going to do yeah. it, make sure you take an Uber or you have a plan, you know, because don't, don't you're on the monorail. You ain't driving. You're on the monorail. Well, I mean, you're on the monorail until it's over. Then like, oh, well, it, sure. it all depends on where you're staying. Sure, sure, sure. But so. yeah, so, you know, make sure you're drinking water in between all of your stops or as you're drinking like you know don't be an don't be an idiot okay cocktails <laughs> you made it they have an awesome cocktail uh menu if you ask me some of these are like some of them are like the bait like if you guys haven't noticed when you go to a lot of the lounges at disney world and it's the same thing at disneyland they have like a standard menu of cocktails that you see like everywhere and then they have some that are specific to the location uh where you're at and then they have like um some specific wines and beers and liquors stuff like that specific to where you're staying but a lot of times there's just like a very basic menu 
Yes. And honestly, even the signature uh, drinks, I, I don't know why they would call them signature. I guess I'm actually putting words in the mouth because this just says cocktails. Yeah. Um, but that's what they are. But yeah, but you can find them the same thing. They might be named differently because they want to, like, you know, stick to that theme. Yeah. For instance, since we're talking about cocktails, my absolute favorite cocktail from the wave is the uh, pina colada. It yeah. is so good. I've actually never had a pina colada at all before I went yeah. and got this. And it sent me over the edge. I had <laughs> two. I was trashed. Um, so funny. But it's Bacardi raspberry rum blended with flavors of coconut, pineapple, and raspberry puree is like, so, so, okay, so Bacardi raspberry rum blended with flavors of coconut and pineapple, that's like the drink, and then they splash a raspberry puree in there to give it that like lava feel. You yeah. can absolutely get this in basically every restaurant or bar on Disney property. It just might be called something different, or if you even call it that, they'll probably just make it for you. Um, yeah. But it's my all-time favorite. It's thirteen dollars, and it is—it's strong. It's a good—it's a good sipper. Normally, what I get here, um, I—they make a fantastic Negroni here. It's on the signature menu. I love a Negroni. I get it a lot. Um, actually, How I get a lot of crazy, guys! We've known each other for almost what two, two years, two years? years? Yeah, two years. Because July we started our. We both started our uh, Disney Gram, and that's when we kind of started chatting and like, yeah, and yeah. we were like trying to like you know help each other out and like oh I learned this I learned that yeah uh, and then you're like oh I learned this and I learned that and um, but for some reason when I was going through this I was like you know what I bet this bitch is gonna get a Negroni <laughs> you know I love it I get it all the time oh I love it I think it's I got it when we went to Tito Gusto oh it's so good. Oh, you did. You did get it at yeah. two to go. So I probably just like thought I knew you really well, but but yeah. What? Okay. So no. if you're a, a a child like me, and somebody said, no. oh, "It's a Campari," what is it? It's a very bitter Italian liqueur, and it's usually used as a digestive. So it really does. Like a Negroni is usually like an apparent, but you usually have um, a Negroni because it's gin, Campari, and vermouth. And it's usually a, an aperitif. So that's usually why I get it, like, before I eat a meal. Um, to clear the palate. Yeah, to, cl to cleanse the palate. Uh, or, yeah, to clear it. And then I'll probably have, like, a rosé afterwards, usually what I'll do there. But I didn't realize this. And I wish I would have known, because we always find out something new during these shows. They have some really legit bourbon flights. And if I was staying at the Contemporary, I would hit this up at the end of my day and have one of these bourbon flights because this is impressive as hell. Well, it's like, well, Angel's Envy, Buffalo Trace are the same distillery. I've been there randomly. Um, Wood Woodford's always really good. Then, yeah, Woodford's fantastic. They have like a really nice, like that's like a legit, like a bourbon flight for like 17 bucks. Like that's real nice. That's like, however, really I will say $15 for Maker's Mark. Yeah. I mean, that's like a whole bottle of it. <laughs> Let's head up back to the two escalators right next to Chef Mickey's to go to Outer Rim. So I got to be honest, the next one, I don't think I've been to. That's okay. We'll walk through it. Outer Rim is a very basic ass hotel bar. It's all, that's all it is. Like it's, so if you know where Chef Mickey's is. Bars. 
It's what? The quick service of bars. Yes, that's a very good way. Yeah, it's like just like your basic hotel, like any, like not just Disney hotel, like basic hotel bar. So it it has like seat, it has some seating there, um, and it's to the if you're like just coming up from the escalator from the wave if you're feeling it, and you turn around, you're facing Chef Mickey's. It's on the left, and it's just like a really nice like it's obviously like Nick and I have watched a lot of sports there randomly. Um, and we've hung out there. I honestly, all I would get here is just a normal drink, like a just a normal bar drink. I would probably just get a vodka soda here, quite honestly. Just to be, I mean, that's, I'm not even gonna look at the menu. That's what I would get. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the menu right now and it's all the same mm-hmm. as the wave. So I feel like if you were gonna go to a bar, might as well go to the wave. It's a bit more of an experience than yeah. it's sounding like. Uh, even like all the beers and ciders, super basic. Um, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't get the pina colada here. I'd probably either just get like one of my favorite ciders if they even had it. Yeah. I don't see it. Or I would just go with maybe a glass of rosé. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably just a Jack yeah. Coke, to be honest. Like That's the kind of place this is. Like you're just going to get something that you're just going to like sit with. You know what I'm saying? It's like share, not like yeah, an Here you go to the next one or watch the game. Yeah, exactly. So very quickly, we're going to move on to one of my personal favorites, the California Grill Lounge, which is sort of difficult to get into. And so here's why. So and it, and it depends on when you go. So nor, so in normal times, and if you're going during a time that's not a busy time, this is impossible to do um, during peak times. You can't do this. But when you go up to um, the registration area for California Grill, you just say, hey, I just want to go to the lounge. And if they're not busy, they will let you out. The best time to do this is literally between like four and five, um, which is very early. But honestly, it's like the only time you're going to be able to get up there. Go there between four and five. They'll send you up. You go to the lounge. You can go to like sitting at the bar. Like so it's like when you get once you get up to California Grill, you like turn a corner. There's like lounge seating. So it's within the restaurant. So it's not like a separate area. And there's like this little round bar. You can sit there. You can sit in the lounge seating. You can get the full menu. So if if it's just like two of you going, Nick and I would do this a lot when we go to like when we go during dead times of the year. We won't make a reservation. We will go at like five o'clock and just go sit in the lounge and you get the full California Grill menu. You know, I'm We're looking the- at, at this and this one actually says signature cocktails. Yeah, this one's very specific. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good looking drinks on here. Cool, yeah. Um, I think I would have to go with either the blackberry sour because I love blackberries um, or the blueberry lemon drop martini. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I bet really Eat, Drink, Travel, Dream would go for this Ancho Rancho spicy margarita because <laughs> he's a freak. Like the spicy margaritas, yeah. I have, um, I've had the Sonoma maple bourbon old-fashioned. It is fantastic. Um, you also – they don't show it here on the on the Disney – like if you go to Disney.co.com and you look at the menu, it doesn't show. But you can get the full wine list. The wine list at California Grill is one of the most extensive on Disney property, and they're very well known for it, obviously. So you can get the full wine menu there. It's just not showing here. Um, but normally I will get – here I'll get just a – like I have the bitchiest vodka martini order. I have bitchies – I have bitchy um, Starbucks orders and I have bitchy vodka martinis orders. And that's what I would get here. It is a vodka martini, straight up, dirty, dry, with stuffed olives. 
Ooh. I'm such an asshole, guys. I am sorry. I'm very aware of it. Like, I want you to know that I'm aware. Like, I am, I'm not coming into here. I usually do apologize before I order my drink. But, like, listen, I know what I want. <laughs> yeah, and this, uh, considering, like, this is the California grill, like, right. I think if you don't have a bitch you order, um, yeah. like, you're wasting your time, go to the, the wave. Um, I'm, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do a gin martini. Although I have started recently liking the taste of gin, but it's also got to be mixed yeah. with other things. But the Sonoma Sunset... Um, no, actually, wait, I'm sorry. The Sonoma Maple Bourbon Old Fashioned. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about, uh, you know, bourbon and whiskey. Well, mostly bourbon because Old Fashions are generally made with bourbon. Mm-hmm. I, it messes me up. Like, I get... It, it's the dark liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... It, and it's... I don't know if it's a concentrate of it or, like, you know, the, the, the alcohol percentage of it. But, like, I'll never forget at a, a, a restaurant bar that I worked at for a while. I had the day off. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in. We always get, like, good prices on the drinks and stuff. So, I was like, shoot, I'm going to try an old-fashioned. And I'm going to. Yeah. No, I and, heard and, you. And I've tried an old-fashioned and a Manhattan. And I was drunk, drunk, big drunk. And I had to Uber home oh, after okay. two drinks. One of the three three times, I think I've thrown up three times from drinking, <laughs> three times <laughs> in my entire 37 years of life. And one of the times I threw up from drinking was I was in New York City. I was, I was when I was working in New York City and I went out with one of my friends who we went to, um, I had just gotten a tattoo because I'd want to get a tattoo forever. And then I felt the need to celebrate. You're not really supposed to drink when you get a tattoo. I didn't know that. And we went to Employees Only, which is like a well-known lounge in, in the city and I probably had three Manhattans and then we went to another speakeasy and I think I had two more Manhattans and I puked for like ever. It was oh, rough, rough, rough. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the, the beer and wine list and there's this different, not by, or sorry, not the, the beers and hard ciders list. We've talked about yeah. it. I love hard ciders. Um, the orange blossoms on there. I don't like it too much. You can also get it at Hollywood Studios at their new California yeah. bar that's in there. Ooh, I wonder if there's mm-hmm. a relationship there. Uh-huh. Even, though these are, even though these are Orlando, Florida drinks. Yeah, but still, yeah. Anywho, um, I, I got so excited because my absolute favorite cider, write this down, boys and girls, if you want to send me anything that's an alcoholic beverage, is the Recorder Leg. Uh, pear cider, and I Ooh. saw reporter leg here, but it's a strawberry lime cider, and I don't like that one. Um, but it's the most. It, it, it tastes like you're biting into a pear, like like a carbonated pear. It is oh, the best pear good. cider. And if you pair that, <laughs> pun intended, if you pair that with uh, a Guinness, like if you put you know the the pear cider at the bottom and then Guinness on the top, floated on the top. It is the best drink I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So I was really sad to see that it was Recorder League, Strawberry Lime Cider, and not Pear Cider. And now we can move on because I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) So I wouldn't recommend the California Grill Lounge unless it's a slow time of year. So like if you're going in like January... Um, it's going to be hard to pub crawl to that. It's like, hard to that, pub That's crawl. not like a spur yeah. of the moment kind of thing. 
you got to like know what time of year you're going. So like if you can do it, then great. But like I, I it's just going to be very hard. It's hard to yeah, do. And who wants to like time out their pub crawl? You know, like a pub crawl is meant to gather with friends and have a good time, mm-hmm. hit a bar. And when you're ready, go to the next one. You don't want to be like, oh, it's five o'clock time for our appointment. You know. Also, don't forget, keep your receipt because you can go back and watch fireworks. They're not doing night shows right now, obviously, um, with with the situation with COVID right now. But um, when there are normal night shows, keep that receipt because then you can go up and watch it um, at cal- later on that night. Go up and to um, their their deck and you can watch it from there. So keep your receipt because then you can go watch the fireworks from there. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, okay so let's get back on the monorail. Let's go to Polynesia. Yes, on the, on the monorail. Watch your mantangos <laughs> and por favor escuchar. So let's start with Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, which you uh, and I disagree on. <laughs> uh, guys, it's just too much. <laughs> Big time, big time disagree. And is it fun? Yes. It's just, and actually right now it might be a lot more fun because, you know, max capacity rules and all that. It is just so crowded. And when you go in, like you say, hey, I have a party of seven. Uh, Uh, You go in and they have seven seats available. Are they near each other? Probably not. Are you going to have to ask? people if you can scoot some chairs around 100 percent uh so if it's just like you and, and like maybe one or two other people cool but if you are going with a larger group you the chances are either you're not going to be sitting next to each other or you're going to have to ask people to move around um and i just didn't like that it is so what do they call it to make things sound cute cozy you know like oh cozy cottage in the woods oh so the cottage is 12 square feet like um it's small again if i were going with just one or two friends like if i were to go and visit my cousins this weekend and we went i think it would be a little bit better because yeah it would be easier for three people to sit next to each other yeah but because of my experience the group size of the group that was there it just i would give it another try you know, I, I'd give it another chance. Also, if you don't like dark liquors, like if you don't like, obviously you can order anything. It's a full-size bar. All their signature drinks, however, are mostly uh, bourbons and, and stuff along that line. Rums and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Rum, it's a very, it's the Polynesian. Rum is very. Yeah, it makes sense. Here's my thing. I love Trader Sands. I love both of them. I love the one here at Disney World and the original in Disneyland. I actually think I like the one in Disneyland a little. I don't know if I, which one I like better, but it's cool to go to both. Um, yeah, I agree. It's very hard to, it's very hard to get in. It's very hard um, to get an actual seat. It's very loud. Um, they're always singing those songs, which are, I think is it's all part of the ambiance and I get it. It's fun. Yeah, it's a it's lot of fun. Yeah. But sometimes like I would probably, if you're able to get into this and, do uh, a hub crawl here like god bless you but it's another one of those places that are kind of like really hard like if you're trying to do this like 
it's going to be, I would, I would suggest you go to the Trader Sam's um, Tiki Terrace, which is just the outside. Yeah. So it's like kind of looking out onto the, the, the main Polynesian pool. Which I, I like. I mean, you get, it's you, very nice. Again, you get everything that you want from the inside. Granted, you're not going to see the lights flashing in this and that, but you get all right. the drinks and you're outside uh, looking at the water, which might get a little warm. But at the same time, there's space. <laughs> there's, there's so space. much more space. Yeah, and you get the same drinks. You can also get the souvenir mugs. So we can kind of combine these two together. Um, if, if you're wanting to just kind of like have a nice outside meal and it's beautiful, like with the tiki torches and it's very nice at night, um, I would definitely say do do the tiki terrace because it's much easier to get a table. It's much more spread out. And we did both that day. We nice. went. We started there because obviously, yeah. like you just mentioned, again, this isn't like a place where you need to make a reservation. But you can't. I mean, that's right, the problem. Right, right. Okay, yeah. that's true. So that's what causes the problem. It's it's not a reservation place, so you go and you put your name on a waiting list, and then you're called upon. Um, yeah. So we we put our name on the list, and then we went to the outside lounge. And I would maybe have rather just stay out there. Yeah. Because it, I mean, again, the inside's fun. It's just loud. The other, it's like going to the tiki room and trying to yeah. enjoy a conversation and a beverage. <laughs> You know, one thing I really enjoy about both locations is the the food here. The food is fantastic. I am looking at these appetizers list. I'm like, ooh, sushi roll. Yup. It's Pan fantastic. fried dumplings. Yup. Thai chicken flatbread. Yup. Yeah, I've had quite a few of these things on the menu, um, depending on which location I've gone Kalua to. pork tacos. Yup. They're very good. Very, very good. I'm looking at this now because now I'm like, well, what do I get now? I don't, think they, um, I don't know if they have anything. Veggie oh, veggie rainbow, rainbow roll, roll, but that's there you go. Probably so, so if I default to fish if I can't find anything. So I'd probably the pokey's very, very good. I've had that. I've had the dumplings. I've had both both the sushi rolls, the pork tacos are phenomenal. Cause like Nick and I have gone a couple of times and we've just like we've actually done this as our dinner and we just get like a bunch of these and just eat it. And it was fantastic. It was a really nice like night out like real chill especially it's good if like if you've been at the pool all day and you just want to kind of like chill am i trying to remember what okay so i had the spiky pineapple um and that was really good for the drinks yeah um matt had the shrunken zombie head and yeah nick's had that yeah that one's rough that one is rough to get through because it's just a bunch of different kinds of rums and it's just strong as shit. I'm just, oh, it's just a lot of business. I think I had the Spiced Island, which was really good. Yeah. I've had, so I have the, oh, which is the one that's like the huge one they set on fire? Is that the Krakatoa Punch? Um, I'm going to have to read through these. But anyways, it's a big one. They set it on fire. It's actually very good. Um, it's not, a lot of these drinks can be very sweet. This one was not, and it was very alcoholic, which I like. Um, I've had the rum flight because I was feeling adventurous and I did not finish it, but all of these, I think I've gotten the sig- the souvenir. That's what's cool. Like you get to take home the souvenir. So I know Nick's, we have the shrunken zombie head. And then a lot of times they have my favorite rum here. It's, which is a kappa. And sometimes I'll just get like a rum and Coke because it's hard to find Zacapa and they have it here. And so I'll usually just get that. Quite honestly, because it's kind of hard to find that rum anywhere else. But 
And that's definitely what I get on the outside when I sit on the terrace. Mm-hmm. Is just mm-hmm. as a cop and coke. Just add to the add to the ambiance. Yeah. So let's go upstairs to Tamboo. Tamboo. I've I've not been there. I love it. Tamboo's awesome. Tamboo's a great spot. I highly recommend it to go um and get some snacks there. I think you can, and I could be completely wrong. I think you can get the full Ohana menu there. But I could be nuts. Um, um, but I've. I mean, obviously, it doesn't say that. Doesn't say but... here. Yeah, they none of them say if you can get the full menu. But right. Um, table lounge is awesome. There's a. It's a really nice place to watch fireworks. I don't think they pump the music in, but I love Tambu Lounge. I like going there before I go to some of the um, t- hard ticketed events like uh, uh, the Not So Scary or Mickey's Merry Merry Christmas, just to like Which grab a drink. Not so scary isn't happening this year, right? I know. It is not. It is not happening. Um, not surprised, quite honestly, because it's hard to control people in the dark. <laughs> so I get it. But the appetizers here are legit. The conch ceviche is phenomenal. I've had that. Um, I've also had deep throating all of the crispy chicken spring rolls. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, they're love very good. Spring rolls, and very, very good. I don't really like pork ones, but anywho, specialty cocktails. What you got? So the the most famous drink here is the Lapu Lapu, um, which is plantation original dark rum and tropical fruit juices in a fresh. So it's served in a pineapple and it's topped with 151. I have not had it. Brianna's had it. Um, and it was very good. Guys, yikes. Yeah. It's, it's, it can fuck you up. All right. We'll fuck um, you up. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember what I've gotten here. I think I might have just been like, uh, a margarita, just something basic, like a margarita, or like I might have gotten. So I, I see I the pina coladas here also, and the way yep. they've kind of zhuzhed it up for this area is that it is uh, spelt a little like the font like is colada. Colada. Yeah, that's what I get. Um, yeah. I love it. It gets really hectic here sometimes. So like just kind of – this is one of those ones that are like kind of hard to – like you have to have to space it out. Like if you can go and check and see how it is because tam- Tampa West could be a little ra- – but it, you can still go up to the bar and like get a drink. So if you're cool with like not getting like a table or a chair, it's perfect for a pub crawl. You know, and also like I'm looking at the, the beer list. I'd probably skip the, the pina colada here to try because I'm, I'm picky about my beers. I only like uh, stouts and porters, uh, and they actually have a porter here, and it's yeah. Hawaiian sourced. So I would I would get that yeah. because when else would I be able to get that? You know, it's right. uh, the Maui Brewing Co. Coconut Hiwa Porter it's from. Oh, uh, nice. I'm gonna butcher this, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kihei, um, Hawaii. I don't I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce Hawaiian names. It's totally fine. Um, I will learn if you guys teach me. Send me a, uh, you, you know, the, the phonetic pronunciation of it, and I will try my best. Um, but yeah, I love a porter, and I would, I would definitely try that. Me too. Me too. Um, well, let's get back on the monorail. We got one more stop. Ooh, ding, ding, ding goes a trolley. Oh, dude, yes, I love that song. Hell yeah, I love that. So does Elvis Duran in the morning show, and he's my hero. You love him. Oh, well, that's awesome. I had no idea. I love that song. Oh, I sing it all the time. Um, all right. Well, let's go to Citricose Lounge first. Um, 
I have gone to such a Christmas. So this is a weird, that's not really a weird story. I had to go to Disney for work. I was there for a conference oh, in the, oh. so we were staying in the contemporary, <laughs> I know. We were staying in the contemporary. Um, and then my husband and I, well, Nick came, Nick flew down and like came and met me. But I had one day, like a day and a half that I was kind of by myself. So not a day and a half, but like my meetings ended that afternoon. I had a, I had to go have dinner by myself. And then I had – Nick wasn't coming until, like, the next evening. So I had two dinners by myself. So one of them was where we were earlier. I ate at the California Lounge – or California Grill Lounge. Just ate by myself at the bar. Had full menu. Fantastic. And I also did the same thing here at Citricos because a expense account. Because um, <laughs> this one I could count as an expense dinner because I was technically traveling home. So that was awesome. Um, so Citricos Lounge is the same situation – um, you can get the full Citricos menu, which is what I did, uh, but they also have a lounge menu. So it's right when you walk into Citricos, right before you get into the dining area. So there is a standalone um, bar there and some lounge seating, and you see a lot of people like me who are like business people like by themselves just eating dinner there. It's random oh. as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, was not the, I was not alone. <laughs> like, so it was cool. I <laughs> I didn't feel like such an asshole, but it was like really cool. And I, I, I love Citricos. Citricos is kind of like looked over a lot. I think it's fantastic. I think the restaurant, the food's fantastic. It's like Mediterranean. It's real good. I love it. It's real good. Uh, I'm going to have to go through it because again, I've only ever eaten at Narcusi's and oh. I'm pretty sure I just got like a basic wine when I was there um, because yeah. my mom, lovely, lovely angel lady. Uh, paid for my meal and I didn't Aww. I mean like the, the steak alone was like 60 bucks and I didn't want oh, yeah. no to break yeah. her neck no. um, so oh shit first course um, so, yeah this is kind of like a little bit of a menu um, and I can't even pronounce any of this which one octopus a la plancha any of them the lime <laughs> gilier like what gelée oh I got pâté <laughs> yeah no no pâté um I would go with the octopus a la plancha. Yeah, that's what I would get too. Because as an adult, I have gotten much more ex- uh, experimental with food. And like when I go to sushi restaurants, uh, I typically like to have one roll that is like really weird, like octopus or like just some kind of. I, 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 I forgive me. I don't want to say weird because that's insensitive. That's totally normal. Oh, yeah, what you um, mean, but like for for me. A, basic white boy American who grew up eating nothing but beans and rice, an octopus roll is pretty adventurous. So, so good. my mom actually used to have a, a song uh, that, remember Merlin from The Sword in the Stone? He goes, to and fro, back and forth, that's what makes the world go brown. Uh, she would always say, oh, yeah. beans and rice, beans <laughs> and rice, that's what makes this world um, go brown. Because that's like literally all I would eat. But so anyway, I would I would always I, I would definitely go for this octopus a la plancha yeah. because it just sounds really good. Yeah, no, that's that's what I would get too. And it's so you know now that I'm looking at like as I scroll down, scrolling down to like the entree part, and I was just thinking about this because obviously I never got to go to Disney yet as a vegetarian, and I'm realizing like as a vegetarian, it's like clutch to be a vegetarian. Those are like the cheaper options on the menus. Which is weird, and I, and, I, and I say that because, like, if you go to fast food restaurants like Burger King and everywhere that sells the Impossible Burgers, minus Disney, yeah. um, 
and I mean, anywhere really, like if you get a salad from Panera, it's like 112 bucks. But yeah. at Disney, <laughs> it's like the opposite. It's like, okay, cool. You're not having any meat, $12. Right. Yeah. I've, I don't understand. And it's kind of true. Like, so I didn't really think about this because Nick and I usually get like a bottle of wine or something and the and wine is severely overpriced at Disney. Their markup is outrageous. We talked about this. Was it the last episode we talked about this? The markup yeah. on wine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe the episode before last. <laughs> We've talked about it a lot. Um, yeah. Like we, I would, revisit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like I'm thinking like, so for me, I would get the quinoa and Provencal ratatouille. First off, I love ratatouille. It's my favorite thing to make. I love ratatouille. I was going to say, okay. I was going to say, <sighs> she's getting the ratatouille. She's talked about it. You've made it. Yeah. I've seen your photos. But if I was living my before life, I've had those red wine braised beef short ribs. They are unreal. And um, their filet, filet at any of the single restaurants is great. Oh, yeah. um, Disney is fantastic with steak. Uh, so any of those would be just phenomenal. Obviously, uh, I don't know. So this is a bar crawl. I wouldn't get any of these on. I wouldn't get any of this. I'm just saying like this. Is yeah, but if I'm here to eat that planche seared uh, beef filet going down the hatch. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, they have a Vesper here. Apple fries. I'm going to get that because Elvis Duran talks about it. That would be good. That would be good for a pub crawl is to get a truffle fries. There you go. There you go. These uh, enhancements, I almost said enchantments, which is very Disney anyway. Very on brand. On brand. (laughs) (laughs) Their specialty cocktails, though, are really great. And they have multiple different kinds of old fashions, which I live and die for. So I'm very impressed by it. This is one of those places, if you're eating there physically, if you're physically eating there, they bring around a cocktail cart, like a a beverage cart at the end of the night. So it's like ports and bourbons and scotches and shit. It's really fancy. (laughs) You're just like, this is a lot. (laughs) They're like, what would you like to drink for your after dinner beverage? And I'm like, "Eh, I'll have a port. (laughs) I love Mm. it. I love Central Girls. People get shit. I would probably go with the strawberry basil mule. Uh, oh bless i didn't even see that i would get that damn that, that sounds go. Like, i mean just the basil and the ginger i think that would be really refreshing yes uh, everything else i think might be too much i mean if i was gonna get if that wasn't in existence i'd probably get the the citra citrus uh golden margarita mm-hmm. uh i think everything else would just send me over the edge with all this uh yeah i hear you old fashions and manhattans and such now you were talking about narcoosies earlier i didn't include narcoosies as part of this because you have to like leave the building and go like to the other end of the resort to go to narcoosies you could if you wanted to be adventurous and go over to narcoosies yeah it is a that's a it's in the back like it yeah. took me a minute to find it when i was meeting my mom there with her residence it is tucked away. However, it is yeah. a very beautiful firewalk, uh, firework watching experience. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, I I can't say enough. Oh, yes, it's so good. Food there is amazing. That's another place you can sit at their lounge and get the full menu. It's not like a lounge. It's like a bar. And you go like up a little step and there's like a little round bar. And you can get full menu there. Nick and I have done that quite a few times. Um, highly recommend Narcoosies. I wouldn't say it makes sense for a Monroe pub call because pub crawl because you have to like go so far no no and like guys just to give you an idea of like i'm looking at these entrees 
if you are a baller on a budget, such as I, uh, this is either something you're going to save up for and kind of treat yourself with, or you're just going to have to pass it mm-hmm. up because like these entrees, steamed main lobster, $72, crispy organic tofu, $34, mm-hmm. um, and then you got to factor in drinks, tips, and I mean, the black Angus is what I got. No, I got the right. uh, grilled grass fed filet mignon. Oh, they're filet there. Like you could just like cut it with a fork. It was a plastic fork. It was so freaking good. Uh, yeah. And the mashed potatoes there are so good. Yes, Everything they are. That's one of the few places Nick will eat mashed potatoes is Narcoosis. Yes, 100%. It's, they're unbelievable. Like they, oh, they, they, they oh, I, I can't even describe them. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We got one more, guys. We got Enchanted Rose, which is the hot, new, flashy lounge in Walt Disney World. I don't even think. Oh, this is uh, the new library place, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took over for Misner's. Yes. Which I, I never gone... went to as Misner's, so oh, this will be I all I'll know it as. Yeah. Well, Misner's was great. It was another one of those basic ass like hotel bars. Like it was like the out- equivalent of Outer Rim um, or equivalent of not really because Tampa is not really like a restaurant bar, but like, you know what I mean? Um, but Enchanted Rose is another one of those places that is an experience. And I would include this as part of your crawl if you can get in mm-hmm. because you can have a really nice beverage. Oh, and they've got and- a, yeah, they've got a couple different beverage menus here they got a featured oh, cocktails nice. grand cocktails featured martinis like plus the beer wine yeah. hard ciders and we when wow. when because enchanted rose opened last year and we did an in-depth coverage of um mm-hmm. of the menu and then i also in one of my trip reports went there um it's it's gorgeous it's beautiful uh, but we're just gonna pick a drink here just for shits and googles um, I don't know. Just crab. Uh, crab macaroni and truffle fries. Oh yeah, they have like some little little food. Now Misner's used to be able to get the Citricose menu brought in there, and you can eat off a of Citricose menu. I don't know if that's the case anymore here, but you used to be. Able I could to. imagine it would. I, I could imagine it would change that. You know. Yeah, I don't know why not. I mean, like, who cares? But. Ooh. Okay, so under the featured cocktails menu, I think mm-hmm. I would go with the Island Rose, which is Kettle One Grapefruit and Rose, Lime, Ooh, very or Argetta, which is Almond, uh, Pineapple, Bitters, and Rose Water. Nice. That sounds refreshing. Yeah. I've had, I've had the, they usually have like a seasonal old-fashioned that I've had that here. Um, but if I was going in the summer, I'd probably get... I'd probably get a mojito or a Kier Royale. Oh my God, I'd love a Kier Royale, but it's like $27. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just, I was looking at that one. And I mean, oh, the yeah. bottle for the French 75 is $20, which isn't bad for a whole bottle, which I guess actually, what is it? Is it like mm, a I don't think bottle that's of right. beer kind of bottle or is it like a bottle of like. like no, because French 75 is a cocktail. I think that's a typo. Okay. I definitely think that's it. Um, in their Curiel, it's a Veuve Clicquot yellow label brewed champagne, so that's probably the majority of the cost. And and so normally a Cure Royale uh, is champagne and, and Chambord, but these fools over here have Veuve Clicquot and the Chambord Caviar Pearls, so it's a fancier Cure Royale. So I'd probably get that just listen, to see what it's like. 
I would okay. I changed my mind. I'm gonna get that <laughs> because I love Chambord. I love Chambord and champagne, and I would love to experiment and see what the hell is a Chambord caviar pearl. So sometimes they have a, during. I don't know if it's during food and wine or if it's during uh, flower and garden, but the French in Epcot, the the French booth. Usually one one of those festivals they have a cure. Curial and it's so good. I love a curial for some so reason. It was, I, <laughs> this is a weird. This is how friggin' lame I am. My twenty first birthday. So like we always have like a big dinner at our house for everyone's birthday, and that was my signature drink when I turned twenty one. Was a curial. <laughs> I don't think that's lame. I mean, you turned so what twenty one in nineteen forty two. That's like during time period. <laughs> What year was it when I turned 20? 2004, okay? 2004. Yeah, you don't know what I was doing. You don't want to know what I was doing in 2004. Oh, my God. You were probably in, like, kindergarten. No, no. Not that much younger than you. I was uh, <laughs> in ninth – no, eighth grade. Oh, that uh, – that's rough. <laughs> um, that's rough. Uh, my 21st birthday, I didn't have – that was before I started my my annual uh, themed Halloween parties. So oh that was yeah, just, those are epic. Those are epic. I for my twenty first birthday, I reserved like a VIP section at a bar, and yeah, a bunch of my friends showed up, had a good time, threw up in the bathroom, and had to be taken home. Threw up all the way I, down, uh, all the way up and down Highway seventy five. <laughs> I didn't throw up from alcohol till I was I I was thirty. I was at least 31 or 32. Isn't that crazy? That's I had hangovers. Lot. I had hangovers. It wasn't that I never had hangovers. Like, I had some hangovers. But, like, drink until you puke kind of thing. But like, drink until I puke. Yeah, it was not until I was, like, 31 or so. And Still now I'm starting to have a problem. <laughs> I mean, like, no, it's, like, it, it's a fate worse than death, in my opinion. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. I just noticed on their menu, this is the last stop. So I would probably get the uh, espresso martini. <gasps> yes. Oh, I think that would round it all up. That would be good. That monorail, you've made it to the end. You need a little boost to get you back to your room. Espresso mm-hmm. martini. Live. Didn't you have an espresso martini at Tutti Gusto when we were there? Sure, flipping did, and it was beautiful. Oh God, those things are so good. The first time I had it was when I went with uh, Eat, Drink, Travel, Dream. And his friends got it. And I was like, yeah, that's a little weird. And they let me take a sip. And I was like, three, please. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. That's, I used to get one of those. (laughs) Oh my God. We did it. We did our pub crawl. That was a good one. It was good. Brandon. Brandon, you son of a bitch. You did it again. Son of a bitch. So for our next episode, guys, and if you haven't heard, um, it obviously like the f- flower and garden got halted in in um <laughs> uh, in uh, in March, and so that didn't get to, which which is sad because first I was gonna spo- I was supposed to go in April, you were supposed to go in May, um, and it's my favorite festival, so I was pretty bummed about that, and because they can't really do like a full food and wine. So they are doing. It's called a taste of Ep- taste of Epcot's food and wine festival, and it's starting 
uh, on July 15th. Um, by the time you hear that episode, it's going to be after July 15th, but um, that's what we're talking about. We're going to talk about, like we normally do, whenever it's any of the festivals, we go through all the menus and we give you our choices, and we're going to be doing that. I personally, I personally love Epcot festival uh, episodes oh, that we record. They're great. They're my favorite. We get we go through every country, we go through every menu, and it's like there's just so much to choose from. Yeah. And sometimes, okay, so like if you're going there, uh, you know what? I'll hold this on. I'll hold on to this until next week. You got to listen to next week to hear my thoughts on that. Yeah, for sure, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun. We're very excited to talk about it because it's kind of like a sort of like a new festival. So, and we don't really know what to expect. We don't pre-read the menus. So we do this like live on the air. You guys are here like as if we were in front of the booths ourselves and trying to choose what we want. Um, so it's going to be fun. We're very excited about it. Just a little less anxiety because we have a little bit more time to decide what it is we want to drink or eat. That's right. Instead of going, oh God, there's people behind me. What do I want? Uh, I'll take a... Uh, um, uh. Yeah, we can just, we can be, come into it a little more planned. So, but yeah, so, so stay tuned for our next episode, guys. My name is Annie at WGW Collective. And with me is my wonderful, most fantastic, would want anyone else as my co-host. That's me. Uh, Brady <laughs> McCleary, known to you guys as Brady Cam on Instagram. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about the festival next week. I can't wait to hear what you guys thought about this episode this week. Again, if anything you would have changed as far as like what, like, oh, they want to get the Grab Rangoon lane, yeah, try this. Yeah, tell us. What, yeah, tell us what you want to get. It's a judgment-free zone, fam. I mean, I might judge you if you get, like, a salad or a soup, but, like, yeah. um, the world is your uh, pub crawl. Yeah. All right, guys. We will talk to you on the next episode. See you soon. Bye. Bye.